2: All right, how you doing, everyone? And once again, I'm Russ Salzberg, and welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Live here on Giants.com and the mobile Giants app. Number for you nice people to call us is 201-939-4513. That's 201-939-4513. Back with me today, my partner and good buddy, Paulie Dots, Paul Dottino. Well, we did not think, we really didn't expect to go undefeated. Shall I open up with that?
5: Oh, I think that's fair.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, look, uh, my takeaway from the game was we made a lot of mistakes. Uh, we were outplayed in a lot of areas, and we still could have won the game. We're, we're, you know, I'm hearing all these things about Dallas, and I don't want to take anything away from anybody. You know, they win a game, and that's the bottom line. This is a bottom line business. But we were there. We were there late in the game, and, you know, the the problem that we have now is, what do we do, you know, our receiving core, I mean, with Shep going down, and, and, and not just because we lose a talent, but we lose some real stability there. You know, Maybe I'm making it a little personal, but we know this is a violent, tough sport. Uh, a lot of our favorites have always been injured, Paul, but Watching Shep for the second year in a row on a non-contact thing and who knows if it's career ending, that, that breaks my heart for him.
5: Well, you know, being in that locker room after the game, oh. you could tell, I mean, the guys look to him as a leader, as, as a brother, to be honest. I mean, that's how much the affection is for Sterling Shepherd. knowing how much he had come back from. So this is a devastating loss for them. And it's not just about his production on the field. I mean, let's face it. He was playing more snaps than any other receiver on this roster. The second most snaps uh, have been given to David Sills so far. And now he is the leader of the active receivers in the room. That's a very tough thing if you're Daniel Jones because David Sills, for for whatever he does bring to the table, you're not going to double him if you're a defensive coordinator. He's not a headache player. As I like to call them.
2: He's listen. He's three, not. He's three years in a row of practice, from the practice he, he, squad. That's I'm not knocking a guy down, but it is what it
5: is. Right. He he will not cause significant issues for a defense to have to adjust to. That's just not who he is. Uh, the Giants need to find somebody who is going to do that. Kenny Galladay used to do that with the Lions. They need to find that in him somehow, some way. They need to find a way to blow the dust off of Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton, as a rookie, showed tremendous promise. Showed like he could be a starting receiver in this league and a productive one at that. What
2: did he catch? Eleven? Uh, I think Was it eleven touchdowns? This I don't know year?
5: if it was eleven, but you know he had about 800 yards receiving, yeah. and there was nothing wrong with that at all. And now, in the last two years. Uh, a lot's happened with injuries to him. Uh, his confidence has been shaken. And he hasn't been the same guy in years two and three of his career. And right now, the Giants desperately need somebody to step up.
2: He caught uh, Slayton. I would correct myself. He caught eight touchdown passes his okay. first year. So 740 yards. But,
5: I would be very happy with that kind of production right now from Darius Slayton from this point forward. Yeah. Get him in the lineup and let him do what he does because they need him.
2: You, you talk about dusting off uh, Darius Slayton, w- one guy who's a young guy. They gotta find a way for him to be on the field, and he has to find a way with these aches and pains and nicks and knacks. Is one KT Kadarius Tony? See, the only reason that I don't—he's got to play. The only—and I get it. The only reason
5: that I don't want to pin a ton of hopes on either him nor Wandale Robinson. Robinson's a rookie, has no professional resume. Tony has a very limited professional resume. I think when you talk about guys who are proven and have put the pelts on the wall, or as Parcells used to say, pelts on their belt, Slayton's got that. Galladay's got that. And neither one of these guys right now are giving the
2: Giants a whole lot of production. But we, we've been teased, if you will. We've seen uh, Kadarius... With ball in hand, well, it, flashes. The, the, well, yeah, but it, flashes it, it, are not enough. It, but that's the problem. We have got to get past the flashes and get on the field and play on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, I'm not the team trainer. I'm not Ronnie Barnes, but we need to play. Well, let me put it to you this way: at some point
5: in time, okay, at some point in time and I'm not sure what week it's going to happen, teams will just totally ignore the Giants receiving core and do everything they can to stop Barkley because Saquon Barkley has shown that he is Saquon Barkley again, as many of us expected. He is that explosive guy who, as a rookie, put up 2,000 yards from scrimmage. Right. He's going to do that again. I, I, I I've, I've firmly believed it the entire offseason, and I still believe it now but it's going to be a hell of a lot harder for him when teams start saying, you know what? This Giants receiving core is not really doing enough to command our attention. Let's just do what we can to beat the stuffing out of Saquon.
2: Well, that therein lies the problem as well. I mean, you're saying, yeah, I, I'm very confident that Saquon could do all that. Saquon can be and is looking like he was in his rookie season. The problem, though, being is, hey, if we're talking about a receiving core that's having trouble getting open and it's having trouble being a serious threat, then they can key on, as you just said, they can key on on Saquon and you're left with uh, a major problem. And
5: remember, too, they're not getting a ton of production, even though they got two tight end catches in the end zone in the first two weeks. From a uh, quantity perspective, the tight end position is not giving them a lot in the receiving game. Right.
2: And, and then, you know, he, here's the other thing. We've heard this. How, how, how much have we heard that we have to assess, not you and me, Giants have to assess. Fans say it, media says it, Giants have to assess. Giants have to assess Daniel Jones. Well, first of all, Daniel Jones, for lack of a better term, played his ass off Monday night. Oh, that's a good term for it. He, he was outstanding. My question is, in fairness, if you, how you make a proper assessment of somebody if he's not going to have people to throw to, that's a problem. And I'm sure, I'm not, th- we're not saying anything here. Russell and Paul aren't saying anything to the people out there on the line uh, that they don't know. It's easy to see. It's very easy to see. So, anyway, folks, the phone number here is 201 939 4513. That's 201 201- Nine three nine four five one three. What do you say we open up the phone lines and let's start out in uh, Cape Cod and check in with John. John, how you doing today?
6: Hey, I'm fine. Russ, Paul, listen, I, I listened yesterday, but I wanted to wait today to call in to talk to the senior analysts. <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul, Paul, I just wanted to say to give you the props that you should have gotten on yesterday's. Show because your analysis pregame was like a psychic. You nailed the fact that they were not going to let Parsons wreck the game, and that it opened up the line though for other defensive players on the Cowboys to get after the quarterback. Um,
2: Well, I'm gonna. uh, I'm just gonna uh, say something to you on your point, John, and then you can continue. Maybe he okay. he didn't wreck the game, but his presence helped wreck the game because other people were wrecking the game.
5: See, I actually disagree oh, wow. with that. To be honest with you, it didn't. The Giants had two sacks they allowed when tight ends just flat out failed to pick up their chip. Uh, so those two sacks had nothing to do with Parsons' presence whatsoever. And there were five sacks in the game. There was another sack where uh, Daniel was tucking the ball, stepped up into the front of the pocket, and was going to run. And the line actually held up enough at times. They formed the pocket, they held up, and then the sack that occurred was only because he was tackled a yard behind the line of scrimmage. And the official stats make it a sack. Uh, so honestly, I don't think I think they contained Parsons, and I don't think Parsons had a lot of impact on the game despite the pressures that he had. The Giants easily could have won this game
2: easily. Paul, Whether they easily could have won, and Parsons or
5: not. did not did not make this a Dallas no, 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 I didn't victory. Say he did not.
2: I didn't say he wrecked the game. What I'm saying is his presence there, they worry about him. So other people, listen, they got killed. We got killed on on the line. We got destroyed up front. Yeah, but- uh, there, right. there was I, like 12, 15 hits, twenty hits. Oh, there were twenty-six pressures. Oh, okay,
5: twenty-six pressures. Well, that's got. But that, know. but that was an overall production scheme problem. It was not primarily because of Parsons. I, it wasn't.
2: Uh, okay, uh, we'll we'll agree to disagree. I'm, I'm not saying it was all because of Parsons. Parsons' presence out there, when you get a stud defensive player or a stud offensive player, their presence has a factor on what everybody else does. It just does. That's just common sense. I, I, okay, I we'll just, agree to I don't disagree. think
5: Parsons did much the other night. I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead, John.
6: Thank you. Listen, uh, for you guys that are a bit older like that, I'm not diminishing Parsons. He's an unbelievable talent. But we were lucky enough to sit in real time and watch LT. And we will probably never see another defensive player like him in our lifetime Mm -hmm. now jumping forward to the game i thought you know watching on tv unfortunately you're looking at half the field first of all jones played off the hook and and really antied up and sold out throwing his body around to, to break some of that rush i i don't have any problems with daniel jones game i think it was a real learning experience for evan neal much like Thomas had first part of the season last year. I think the interior of the giant line until they can upgrade either by getting guys back or picking up people, is going to be an ongoing problem. We were just, they were just deeper than us. And I'm really looking. And the other thing was no Williams. I don't think their yardage inside would have been like it turned out. Mm-hmm. If Leonard was in the game. Also, what disturbed me though was the times i saw where jones had a pocket and you couldn't see downfield it seemed like the, the the receivers weren't getting separation or else he wasn't trusting to go to the ball in a contested catch I, I don't know which it is but i i think and the other the other thing that hurt them was first game back for Ogilari and first game ever for Thibodeau.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: I
6: think both of them are going to show what they're worth the second time these two teams meet in Thanksgiving. Well, well, one, mm-hmm. thing's, one thing's clear, though. The Giants are competitive, and this team is on its way up and well-coached and a lot of young talent. Uh, all right. I'm, jo- just sorry, I'm, yeah, John. I'm just sorry I don't have my Anymore.
2: Well, you, you can watch it. Thanks for the call, John. Appreciate it.
5: Two things about what he said, because there was a long list list there, uh, uh, Russ. The two things I would say are, are this. As far as the offensive line goes, uh, it was so easy when they replaced four fifths of the offensive line during the offseason to say that they're going to need time to grow. And yet, after the Giants won their first two games, even though the line had some troubles, I think a lot of people were kind of already assuming, okay, maybe that's not a bigger problem. Well, it takes time to gel. That offensive line is going to go through bumps and bruises and ups and downs, if not the first half of the season, maybe even longer. You know what? You ever hear that one step up, two steps back? As you progress, that's part of the growing process. This line has growing pains they're going to have to go through, just like Evan Neal as a rookie, and Andrew Thomas had them a couple of years ago, you're gonna have to live with some of those downs. Yeah, I'm, that's just part of it.
2: I'm not talking about. So I don't
5: that. want to trash this line. No,
2: we not. Nobody's trashing the line, but it needs to be. It needs improvement. The well, coaches will tell you that. But
5: this is only natural, is what I'm saying. Well, okay, well, it's part of the growing know, process. Dave
2: said that right after the exact post game press conference. It's, it's part of the process. That, you know, they they got beat up. All right,
5: and 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 number two, and I, I think uh, the other thing he was he was mentioning was uh, Thibodeau and Ojolari. Well, you got to remember something. These guys barely, barely had any practice time in the last two months. Okay? Barely. Thibodeau, Thibodeau of course, with the knee, got hurt in the second preseason game. ojulari has been out for even longer than that. They, they, they tried to you know, get him ready for this game. They practiced at half speed for several days and then had a couple of days of real practice. Those guys are about as rusty as can possibly be. But, but, so I don't want to put that tape onto their their I, I resume. Don't,
2: I don't think anybody is expected a whole lot from either one of them in the first game. You know, you, you have the, you, the, the daffodils dancing in your head, dandelions. I mean, it's it's going to be all great.
5: Well, they were on a snap count, number 1 and number 2. See, what I loved about them coming back is that it gave Wink a lot of flexibility in terms of what looks he could put out mm-hmm. there. And I thought that would be incredibly important and impactful.
2: As it turned out, it wasn't. All right, let's take care of a little business here, Paulie. Giants fans, listen up. Don't miss the first legacy game at MetLife Stadium, Sunday, October 2nd. That's right. This Sunday, the team will wear their throwback uniforms from the 80s and 90s as they host the Chicago Bears. The stadium's going to be branded in uh, throwback designs, including the end zones, appearing as they did in Super Bowl 21 exclusive collectible pennant as a giveaway for the first 30,000 fans. So get their early entertainment and activations themed from that era, complimentary themed mm-hmm. NFT, and more. Limited tickets are available, so visit giants.com slash tickets to secure your seat now. Back to the phones we go. Again, the number is 201-939-4513. Let's go to Donnie in Queens. Hello, Donnie. How you doing today?
0: I'm doing well, and uh, my call today and i 'm as guilty of this as anybody is always focusing on what the team doesn't have let 's focus on one thing that they do have. We have one of the best young and one of the best overall position players that his position Andrew Thomas is excellent I mean they have a legitimate stud there on the left side, and one of the there's many bad things about social media today, as I'm sure you guys can attest to, as you know, public figures for the Giants. But you know, now you get to see people clip up every snap. This guy is dominating snap to snap every week, and I think, kind of like Paul just mentioned before, with you know the the rest of the line going through some growing pains, we saw all those growing pains with Andrew. Mm-hmm. So I feel pretty confident in what you know uh, Evan is doing on the other side. You know, I'm sure they'll make some. Uh, yeah, acquisitions on the interior as as the years go on with this new regime, but you've got to really feel good about what Andrew's doing on that left side.
2: Well, I don't think anybody would dispute Andrew Thomas. You know, every time Andrew Thomas's name comes up, uh, Donnie, I, I remember last year, Paul. I think it was the first preseason game. It might have been the first preseason game last year against the Patriots, mm-hmm. and I believe it was here. And it was uh, uh, Donnie. It was either the first or second play of the game. And uh, it resulted in a.
0: Ross, se- I, I called last year worried about him because of that game. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I was okay. One of those fans so, 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 like, so oh the, the,
2: there you go. Okay, so you remember. And, and, but I remember sitting in a press box and everybody was going, oh, did you see that? Did you see that? This is the, the big pick and this and that. And, and you know, it, it was a preseason game, was the first. Everybody gets a little nuts with that as well. I mean, Andrew Thomas listen, not only has his play, he's emerged as a team leader. He's a young cat. He's playing like
0: an all-pro. You know, forget pro bowler. He's playing like an all-pro. And I'll make one more comment, then I'll hang up and I'll listen. I I might also tell
5: you, I think this is the healthiest he's been since he's been with the Giants. Because he's had to deal with ankle injuries his first couple of years.
0: Yeah, Yeah, good point, Paul. And like I said, I'll hang up and listen real quick. But, you know, I, I called last week, I spoke to John and Paul. and. You know, in the wins, you know, let's take them as they come, enjoy them. You know, we know games like just happened on, on Monday night are going to happen throughout the course of the year as the, the team moves forward. And the results, you know, week to week don't matter so much as the progress. But they got to win this game this week because you look ahead of the schedule, things can spiral. You want to stay in the mix as long as you possibly can, keep the game important. So, fans, it's great to see the crowd loud on Monday night. hope they bring it again on Sunday
1: your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
5: Mm-hmm. You know, Russ, I want to go back to something John said on the show several times in the last month. He said, you know, they're not going to win all the games that they should win. They're going to wind up throwing a couple in the trash. Right. They just threw one in the trash. They should have won Monday night, and they threw that game away.
2: Uh, I don't know that I agree with that. Uh, okay. I, 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 they, they, Why do you th- say that, Paul? Yeah. I I, I, I don't think – let's hold on a second. I, could, that, could, it, could they have won the game? Could, could they have won the game? Yeah, they could have won the game. Sure. But – I don't think they you know, threw it in the trash. I think the Cowboys had something to do with it. I think the Cowboys' defense had something to do with it. It wasn't
8: a turnover game. Dallas outgained them in terms of yards.
5: I look at the course and flow of the game, and I look at so many turning points and so many horrible misplays by the Giants, especially mental errors that were just inexcusable. Do
8: you remember um, the CeeDee Lamb dropped easy touchdown yeah, pass that's for physical. Dallas?
5: That's a physical error. Yeah, but not it's... A mental, no, 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 no. It's a big difference. Mental errors and physical errors Ugh. are a big difference. Ask any NFL coach, they'll tell you a big difference. No,
8: I understand, but but the Giants impact, the impact on more, the game is the same. Giants had many more mental errors. So physical errors don't count only, count, only
5: mental no, errors No, they count. count, but mental errors are way heavier, especially when they're involved in big plays. There
8: was a touchdown that they oh, yeah. gave away, Paul. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I, yeah. no, but, no, it, I, I, I,
2: errors are errors. Look,
5: look, I, I'm, I won't... Uh, it, Part of this is is an intangible situation where it's about how subjectively you value certain things. You and I value things differently. It's okay. That's not a problem.
2: I think all that John is saying is is that— Explain to me how the Giants outplayed the Cowboys. Yeah, that I I just don't—
5: The Giants did not. They made too many mistakes. They outmistaked the Cowboys. That's why they lost the game. It's pretty simple. Yeah, but that's execution of play. Yeah. That's how you play.
2: Yeah, I, I, it, it's
5: they outmistake the Cowboys. It's that simple. I'm not, not going to discuss I, it any further. I, that's I, what they did. They I,
2: outmistake. I, them. I think you have a problem, my friend, giving the Cowboys any kind of credit. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan. Everybody knows well, that.
5: C.D. Lamb's touchdown catch was outstanding. Right? How could anybody not give him credit for that? That was a hell
8: of a catch. No, but, no, but, when, you say, catch. No, but Paul, when you say Paul, when you say the Giants yeah. gave away the game, mistake, You're implying they, that the Giants were better, but one play here or there no, gave the Cowboys no, the game. No, that, no, no that, that's, that's what the implication that, is that you say. That's that.
5: your that's your read on it. That's no, no, no. What no. I mean. that's, so, that's not what I mean. Please
8: explain yourself, then, because that's how what everyone I, that's a normal person what, is going to understand. I, what it. I'm what I'm saying is sorry, Russ. I didn't mean there.
5: There are there are gifts when a team outplays another team and gifts a game away because of one or two particular big plays where they gifted the game away. That's not what happened here. That's not what happened. The Giants made a litany of mistakes, mostly mental, that were horrific, and that litany of mistakes cost them this game. That's a big difference than saying they outplayed a team and then coughed up the game. There are two entirely different scenarios. Entirely different. You guys are misreading—you're misreading what I'm saying, and that's why you're getting upset.
8: Well, no, that's that's why we're asking you to to make us understand. That's what I'm clarifying. No, 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 Paul, you were saying, well, I don't want to talk about it further. Well, you not talking about it further isn't explaining your point of view.
5: I'm I'm giving you—I'm giving you the differentiation. There is a tremendous differentiation when a team outplays somebody and then coughs up a game— as opposed to when they just make a litany of mistakes that continues to shoot themselves in the foot. Well, I think this is one of those games where Coughlin would always say Get more games are lost well, Cough- than are won. This game was lost.
2: Uh,
5: i on many yeah, fronts. Yeah.
2: Okay. The, the jo-
5: we're playing some man and, and, and by the way, just but they, but I- they
2: played hard, but they got beat. I mean, they able, up right after the press conference. Guys got beat. They got. Sp- Beaten, ass kicked on on the, on up front on a line.
5: On both sides. They lost, they lost the trenches. Okay. There's no doubt.
2: Well, so I mean I didn't dispute that. Go, okay. Well, we gotta give a credit. Did not dispute credit.
5: that. Okay.
8: Oh, by the way, guys, real quick, Dable's press conference is gone. Yes. what nothing. do he say? Nothing. nothing. No, okay. no, nothing <laughs> uh the one thing he didn't say Aaron Robinson he said is trending up. So they think maybe there might be a chance for right. him this week. And he kind of just listed everyone else as being limited. He didn't really give a hint as to who else might be healthy. Uh, so I,
2: I didn't think he was going to say much different than no. he said to us yesterday. How about, um, did he say anything regarding? Uh, um, Leonard Williams. Uh, no, uh, Kadarius.
8: Uh, I think he said he'd be limited. Uh, he did not, He did not particularly point him out as being particularly positive about him this week. So no. he was kind of in that group with Leonard Williams and Wanda Robinson and those other guys. So I would not place a bet on that. I think tomorrow's a busy. You know, t- uh, today's just a walkthrough Yeah. For fans that don't right, know, right. Tomorrow's the bigger day when they actually have a real practice,
2: and then we'll see who can go and who can't. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff, Russ. Right. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see. Get the f- phone lines open here. Two zero two zero one. Is is Donnie still there? No, he's not. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> looking at this. Oh, my goodness. 201 939 4513. That's 201 939 4513. And again, folks, Giants TV, the Giants' official connected TV streaming app. Giants TV brings original video content and game highlights on demand and direct to Big Blue fans. Big Blue fans meaning you. Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV and the Giants mobile app. Again, two zero one nine three nine four five one three is the number. Let's go to uh, Abdul in Minneapolis. Abdul, how we doing today? Hey Russ, how you
3: doing? Good good to hear your voice. Welcome back. Thank Uh, you. I just want to talk about how you know. Usually, after a loss like this, I'm just besides myself, and you know, I'm I'm not happy, but I'm I'm more positive. Uh, It seems like. The Giants are making um, positive steps um, almost every week, you know, and it, it may not uh, it didn't end up as a W, but I saw progress in Daniel Jones. I saw continued progress with Saquon Barkley. Um, Daniel Bellinger got into the game a little more, you know. It just it, it, and everything that, everything that went wrong, I think can be fixed. Like Evan Neal will get better. Um, I, I I hope the you know with uh, when people get healthy the interior line will get better. I'll
5: tell you it's what, they better good. figure out what to do with those special teams. Giving up that giving up that block right, field okay. goal, Brett, Bredesen did not make his block, gave up a, a free three points on a field goal. They gave back a, a very bad punt return, which was an automatic three points because it landed inside the Giants' 40-yard line. They gave up a very long kickoff return. Those were unnecessary. This is what I'm talking about when I say shoot yourselves in the foot. Those are those are three plays that should never have happened the other night, and the the Giants let it Fair happen. Enough.
3: Fair enough. And you're right. And I, I you know, um, um, maybe I I've drink I've drunken too much of the of the, of the positive Kool Aid for this year so far. Uh, but yeah, the, the the special teams has been a consistent um, letdown, and that needs to be shored up pretty quick if they uh if if they want to make any progress. It's gotta good. be. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, this team's not Gina, good and,
5: enough. They're not good enough to overcome a tilted field they're just not yeah, but,
2: but that that happens, yeah, you're right. that happens on a team that's rebuilding and whether you want to say it or not and not you Paul or anybody this is year one going into game four of a real rebuilding era it is you know I mean you want to win and you go out and try and win every game but it is rebuilding and you know listen what did you say the first when we sat here uh, week one, you said nine and eight. I said eight, and nine I, was my was my eight, my pick was eight and nine, and I had them three and one after four games. And I I said nine and eight, maybe eight nine as well. We we were in the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that to me was taking a very positive approach on a team that's in a rebuilding situation. Now uh, I think we also said that, basing our feelings on what we were going to see from Kenny Galladay, what we were going to see mm-hmm. from Kadarius Tony, the. Uh, Induction into the uh, receiving core of uh, Wandell Robinson. Well, Wandell hasn't played yet, and we haven't have gotten much at all from the two guys I mentioned. And unless we do, we're not going to see eight and nine. So that's got to improve. You there, Abdul? Well, listen, I, 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 I might say, yeah, but let me talk, Russ.
3: Um, I, uh, I, you know, but I think we are going to see something from Wendell. I think God, I think God, they will make some catches. I, I said, I'm being very positive about this. Boy, you, you, so, know? You, so you, you, know. <laughs> you certainly
2: are. It's Christmas and Hanukkah yeah. all wrapped up in one. Thanks for <laughs> that, thanks for the call, Abdul. Appreciate it. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three is the number. Let's go to Connecticut, Paulie, and check in with Dan. Hello, Dan. You're on with Russ and Paul and hey, John. Hi, and John. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Hey, hey, John, I wanted to make a, a couple comments on the game. Um, I think Daniel Jones proved that he's more than capable of being a good quarterback. Yes. If he only had the time that Cooper Rush had. And um, I was a little disappointed in the rookies, but I think they'll come along. And um, I'm a little disappointed in Ojolari, you know, about setting the edge, because he was doing the same thing last year. He's not setting the edge right.
2: Well, in fairness, Dan, as Paul mentioned before, what, what – I just couldn't expect a whole lot from uh, old 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 Jalari or, or or did did I mean, you want to talk about rust? We were sitting up in a press box, and I was feeling the rust up there. I mean, they they were on snap counts. It just they they hadn't played. So uh, I mean, I understand. You, we want them to do well, and you expect them to do well. But I couldn't expect them. I I didn't expect anything uh, from either him or. Um, Thibodeau. Uh, uh, Thibodeau, and you know what really also hurt with them being in there? No Leonard. The, the, there was no Leonard. No Leonard that, That's a major – listen, well, I think all of us ha, were, were, like, all excited. The thought of Ojolari and Thibodeau with now Leonard, boy, but now yeah, Leonard, Leonard's out. Well, so. da- Dallas – da-
5: I will give Dallas a, lo- a lot of credit for something pre-snap going in, all right, or pre-kickoff. I had thought that the ability – to enhance the complexities of the scheme by getting the two edge rushers back would really put Wink at an advantage in the game. As it turned out, Dallas did not treat the Giants' fronts a whole lot differently. They pretty much just played it straight up, and they did not react to all of the different stuff that Wink showed them. And I thought that they would. Normal people do. But they clearly decided in their minds that old Jolari and Thibodeau, in their first game out of the box, would not be impactful. Therefore, the way that the Giants used them in the scheme did not require any adjustments. And by, by just not doing anything and just playing Dallas's plain, simple, conservative kind of game, they did what they had to do to win. And And I don't dispute that in any way. I simply say that there was a long line of Giants players who did not play up to their capabilities, and that's why I say they lost the game.
0: Okay, well, I'm hope I'm, I hope I hope O'Jolari proves me wrong. And just two more things I'd like to see. I was wondering where, what happened to John Ross, and um, I was wondering if you guys would think this is a good idea, if Daniel Jones could wear a neck collar like they used to in the old days. Because he really took a lot of
2: whiplashes in that game. And that's about it. I'll listen to it off the air, guys. Thank you. Uh, all right. I, I mean, as far as what happened to who? Well,
5: John Ross was the speedy uh, receiver they had last year who did not come back and is currently a veteran free agent on the street. I don't believe anybody has signed him. In terms of a neck collar, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a
0: quarterback.
2: Yeah. I, I, let, let me put it to you this way. Actually,
5: didn't Dan Marino wear one when he was at Pitt?
2: I I don't remember. but I, I want to say he did. I would say this. If Daniel keeps getting pressure the way he he'll was need pressured more than the other a horse night. collar well you, you know like he'll need to look like salance a lot in in the old yeah. armor, you know from those days yeah the, he, he he would need some help
1: your credit card should match your lifestyle at Kemba financial credit union choose a card with benefits that work for you for a limited time all cards have two percent cash back on purchases and zero percent interest on balance transfers for a year apply at Kemba.org. restrictions apply offer ends June 30th
2: Two zero one nine three nine four five one three is the number Let's go to—is uh, that his name, uh, Pearson? Yes, man. Yesman. Yes, oh, Yesman. Hey, Yesman. Hey, uh, How? How are you guys? Yeah, that is that is my
9: uh, God-given name. Okay. Well, guys, uh, pleasure talking to you guys. Monday night wasn't—it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I didn't expect us to win, honestly. I know that Cooper Rush was a backup, but you know the way that the Dallas defense plays—you uh, know—they play fast, and honestly. I gotta agree with you, Paul. I, I thought that you know, that they were gonna change some protection or something like that, but I, they they didn't do anything. No, and they didn't. Uh, oh. Neil, I I love. I think he's gonna be a great player, but, it, you know, he got undressed. It's gonna happen. He's a rookie, and that same thing happened to Thomas.
5: You know what's funny? And, and and let me just give this to you real quick. And this is why I I said what I said before about Parsons and, and the Dallas front. Two of the sacks, Lawrence simply uh, uh, Neil got beat on an edge rush when he was man-on-man. One-on-one, got beat on an edge rush, a speed rush. Right. That had nothing to do with the scheme or had anything to do with Parsons. He simply Neil got beat on two speed rushes around the edge. There were two sacks that the Giants gave up where the tight end simply ignored the chip that he was supposed to give. Well, that's, that's on the tight ends having mental brain lock at the line of scrimmage and not giving the chip they're supposed to give. That had nothing to do with Parsons and had nothing to do with Dallas's scheme. It was an ineffectiveness of the Giants mentally executing the play that was called. They had the right play called. And the tight end both times failed to chip and gave up gave up two sacks. And then the other sack as I said was was Daniel was stepping up. He was going to take off and after excellent protection in the pocket The defensive end looped around and caught Daniel behind the line. So what I'm saying to you is that, yes, there were 26 pressures. I don't disagree with that. There were 26 pressures. But Daniel Jones did enough with his mobility and the moving pocket and the way that he navigated this game that he could have won this game. He was good enough to win this game. Dallas did not, did not – dominate this game despite what those those pressure numbers tell you because I, here I, the Giants are with their litany of mistakes and they've got the ball with a minute and a half to go only down by a touchdown how do you explain that if Dallas dominated this game
9: agree I agree I believe that we had a chance to tie the game I just obviously it's unfortunate that we didn't get it done but I believe this is a learning process and I think that everybody I, I'm. I'm I'm very happy with our coach, very happy with our players. We don't have a lot of talent. I, I believe that Jones did an amazing job for what he was, you know, the situation that he was put in. Now scares me a little bit moving forward is the NFL is a copycat lead. What's going to happen? You know, I felt like Dallas had a game plan on how to attack the Giants. Now moving forward, how do we fix that? How do we correct that?
5: You know what? You you know what the most effective thing that the Cowboys did yes uh, the other night besides run the ball between the tackles taking advantage of Leonard Williams's absence, the other most effective thing that they did, they just constantly stunted and twisted their front four, which oh by the way has been a problem for the Giants forever. Even this rebuilt line is having trouble with stunts and twists up front, whether it's a communication issue. Or a physical issue. I'm still not sure. But they did nothing out of the ordinary. To to hurt the Giants last week. They didn't. It was simple stuff. And the Giants just failed to, to get it done.
2: Alright thanks for the call yes man. Let's now go to. Uh, let's stay in New Jersey. And check with uh, Zach. Zach how are we doing today? You're on with Russ and Paul.
7: Hey guys how you doing? Good. Um, I have a quick question. Um, I remember. You know, beginning of the season, uh, we're talking about Jack Anderson. You know, I really think he should get a shot. I was looking at his uh, stats and some starts he had. He really played good for the Eagles and, and Buffalo. Like, I think they should plug him in, you know. Like, Jake, like, they put Jason Peters in left guard, and look at that run they had. What do you guys think? I just want to ask your opinion.
5: Anderson's resume is rather short in terms of his game experience in the league. Now, he's a big, strong guy. Uh, The Giants obviously know him, okay? Uh, Brandon Brown, the assistant assistant GM with the Giants, was in Philly, so he knows him from there. We know Anderson had a cup of coffee in Buffalo, so the Buffalo guys know him, Johnson and Dable. If they thought that he was the best option, then he would be getting a shot there. They must believe that they're either better off with the experience of Bredesen, who had a rough time, or the youth and inexperience, but physicality of Joshua Azudu. On Monday night, they opted for the experience of Bredesen, thinking that his veteran uh, acumen would be able to deal with Dallas's fronts better than Azudu's physicality. It didn't work out so well.
2: All right, Zach. He's gone? Okay, let's, uh, 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 let's head out to uh, Pennsylvania and check in with John. Hello, John. You're on with Russ and Paul. How are we doing today?
6: Good, good. Hi, guys. First time, long-time listener, first time caller. Great. Thank you. Um, I have a question. I heard a, a fairly popular uh, uh, personality yesterday with all the talk indicate that regardless of the pass rush, uh, Daniel Jones should still be seeing the field and the open receivers, which he is not. And I wanted to see if you guys concurred
0: with uh,
2: that. All right, well, let, let me ask you a question. Let, let, who, who is this uh, person who said this? <laughs> it's, it's one of the people on WFAN uh-huh. in the morning. Okay, <laughs> he, should be see- he should be seeing the people downfield. First of all, he should be seeing the open receivers uh, 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 regardless uh, 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 of the uh, pass rush. Well, OK, I, I would suggest this. You, you always want your quarterbacks to be seeing your open receivers. I was sitting there in a the press box. So was Paul. You, sure, did, sure. Did you see a lot of open receivers, Paul? Not a ton. Not, not only were okay. there not a ton of open receivers, he was running for his life. If he wasn't right, running right, for exactly. his life, so to, so to me, I don't care who said it, that makes no sense. <laughs> you and know, I'm nice. not, and was, believe me, nice. I'm not saying I'm an expert here, but to me, right. that's as common sense as common sense. If you want to talk about in general and say, well, you, you know, you still got to be able to see, your, uh, you know, open receivers, that's fine. We didn't see any open receivers. I didn't see right. any right. open it, receivers. Right. You know what, the, the one time we, we saw an open receiver, Paul, and I, I'm sure you know what it is, when Daniel... Made a great play, running for his life, and hit Galladay. Hit Galladay, and they called it back. Yeah, when Shepherd got, got the call, the that, that, which, yeah, which, which by the way was yeah. an illegal flag. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, absolutely. But, but the <laughs> reason yeah. the reason you know uh, Galladay got open was because Daniel was running around, and Daniel made a great play out of it. I right, mean, I right, mean that right, right. that to me is cockeyed hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, criticism. I, I will give you one
5: other small caveat. I don't care who you want to consider the greatest quarterback of all time. But I will tell you that in every single game, every single week, there is a quarterback who after the game goes back and looks at the film and says, you know what? There were a few plays where guys were open that I could have made and I didn't see them. That happens in every game, every week, to every quarterback. But you know what? If if there's just one of those on Sunday – Daniel's critics are going to come out and they're going to kill him for it, because right, that's what they want to
2: do. You, you okay, know, you know, John, that happens. What, what Paul says is is dead on, and that that happens all the time. Not just in football, and any sport. A, a pitcher says, "Boy, I wish he could have that back," or, or the batter. Yeah. The batter says, "I wish." There's uh, not a
5: player alive yeah, who doesn't sure. say that every
2: week. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, if <laughs> I if I could have well, done well, this. No, I I I thought this this
6: person who said it was credible, and I started questioning. Wow, is that is that? accurate
2: is that is that for real and that's why i wanted to hear from you guys no that to me just doesn't make make sense. you know bill Bill parcells
5: used to tell us all the time that every single game there's a handful of disastrous plays just waiting to happen either on offense or defense but if the other team doesn't take advantage of it and it doesn't show up then nobody ever knows that they were there there you go. The problem there you go. with Daniel is that his critics are always going to look at every snap to find where those <laughs> plays were on his tape. That's the right. problem.
0: Right. Cool. Hey, uh, thanks. Appreciate appreciate you listening.
2: Uh, you got all right, it. John. Thank you. No, you, you, that that's a hundred percent correct. You know, we we can go back. You were f- around for Parcells. You remember. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's vintage parcels. but right? But, but that goes back to what you and I were—we were split hairs over. With the, did we give them the game? Did they win the game? And bottom line is, also, good teams take advantage of bad teams' mistakes. Yeah. And yeah. the Giants made their mistakes the other night, and they were taken advantage that. of. Sills falls down on the Giants' last drive. Yeah. The ball gets thrown, and
5: Diggs makes a really good play to scoop it up before it hits the carpet. Right, that's a really good play by Diggs to, you know, kill the Giants' final drive. He didn't have to make that play, but he did. I give Diggs credit; he made the pick. But it probably doesn't
2: happen if Sills doesn't trip over his own feet and fall. But he did. He did. But they're, that. They're, but that's what I'm but, talking but, about. But but again, that's what we were. Th- splitting hairs over before yeah. whether it's mental or physical it that was, was a, a mis- physical error. it was a mistake and it was a mistake at a crucial point now I'm not we're not no saying doubt. we're not saying they were driving downfield to score don't know that. but you don't know that they weren't so that's the, and that's the what you don't know coulda woulda shoulda but you know what you can do with coulda woulda shoulda doesn't uh do anything for the win column let's go to brooklyn and check in with michael hello michael how we doing today
3: all right good afternoon i'll keep my comment really short though um, looking at the game and the point differential, this has been the first time in a long time that I haven't been extremely disappointed that the Giants lost because they lost by seven points, giving 24 pressures, five sacks, missing players, etc. And I heard from Brian D'Abel's um, press conference that the seven-point differential, or the, the, the score that Ezekiel Elliott scored on, it was 11 against 10. All the Giants players were even on the field. So right. it was just an awful game of mistakes. And given all those mistakes, the amount of mistakes, to only lose by seven points, I, I wasn't actually that disappointed on
5: Monday. I, I, I think you understand a little bit more about what, where, where my perspective was coming from. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. I mean... You know, Ross, really what it comes down to? I've said this a thousand times. The NFL right now is the quicksand of mediocrity. You'll have your very few elite teams at the top. Then there's a big separation to a bunch of teams in the middle. And then there's a big separation to a bunch—a handful of teams that are just drag. Well, that middle group, which might be as many as 23 teams, that's the quicksand of mediocrity. And the Giants and the Cowboys are both in that middle group. They really are. <sighs> Um and and yeah I, I guess because on most weeks either of those teams could win or lose depending upon how many mistakes they make.
2: It's that simple. Yeah, but there were just teams that are flat out better.
5: Yeah. So, well, know, that's 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 that's, okay. the, that's the top teams. Okay,
2: fair enough. Fair enough. Let's go down to Florida and uh check in with Ralph. Ralph, well, I hope you're safe down there. Where are you in Florida? I hope so.
4: Uh, I'm in I'm in Davenport, um, you know, hopefully God willing, if the storm hasn't hit hard here yet, but, you know, everything, God willing, pass through. And, then, you know, all we can do is pray. Well, but I appreciate s- you yes, guys for taking it on me. Um, listen, so just one thing I just want to say as a Giant fan was Monday night was a big loss. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a loss. It's one loss. Everybody's going crazy over one loss for two and one. Now, as far as things, let's, let's, let's be real, let's be honest. Just, I mean, Dallas just had more talent on the field Monday night. Okay, I mean, not saying that we couldn't have won the game. We uh, we could have won the game, but the talent just showed a little bit more. And at the end of the day, I think that at, as a as a team, as a culture, as a coaching staff, we're just you know sometimes you need to see something broken before you can fix it. So, like the two wins could have been covering up a lot of things. This loss hopefully opens up things. So people
2: can see. You know what, Ralph? But but I I understand you you make a fair point. But I will tell you this: uh, Brian Dable, head coach, uh, Joe Shane, general manager, they weren't fooled by a win in the opener. They weren't fooled by a win in the second game. Uh, they know what they need to do. They they know where they need what the, needs to be fixed. Of course. It's always more fun. It's always better when when you win and and you win on Sunday. It's even if there were a ton of mistakes, it's a lot more fun to or or easy to get people's attention when you can talk about the mistakes in a positive vein. But when you lose, it's a different situation. So yeah, I mean, uh, listen, Coach Stable just walked by here. He, He. so uh, John Schmel and myself and like he looked at us we, we we just preoccupied. He says, "Hey guys, it's not a funeral around here." You know, and and it's I mean, not. They lost the game, but they're not fooled. The, the, let me tell you something. If the Giants had won and they'd be 3 and 0 with a chance to go 4 and 0, believe me when I tell you, Dable and Shane would not have been fooled into thinking well, we're far, far oh, further I'm along. Not, oh, Russ, I'm
4: not saying that. I'm not saying them at all. No, don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is that good, like when I, I mean, I get it. Great is good things to fix things when you win, but when you lose, and the way that we lost, like Paul said, the mental mistakes they were so glaring that you need a game like this to really open the guys' eyes because, like you said, when you win games, yeah, guys' attention is like, okay, I made that mistake. Yeah, but we still won. Now that we've lost because of these blaring mistakes, now guys are really going to be like, wow, I can't let that happen again because we can't count on that, do
5: it again, and me winning. You know what I love about what you just said, And, and that's the very problem. When you know you've made some mistakes and you haven't played great, but you still win, sometimes you think you're better than you are. Exactly, And the Giants cannot afford to do that. They must be on point, and they must play to the level of their abilities and and even above sometimes to be able to win games. And, man, if they don't hunker down this week, put their butts to the grindstone and hand it to Chicago and, and put on a quality performance, then you know what? They might just lose again,
4: and then they'll deserve to if they don't. I listen, at the end of the day, as far as the Chicago game, this is a telltale, like you always say, Paul, this is their, their this is their weight class. So this is a yes. place that you're in the same weight class. This is a game you should dominate. I, th- I think Dallas is in their weight class too. And I'm not and I'm not. Bit, I, but Dallas got a little bit more talent though, Paul. Dallas got a little bit more talent. Let's be honest on both sides of the ball. A little bit more talent. We 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 don't have the wide receiver core. Even with just C D Lamb on that team, the tight ends are a little a little more season, a little better. Even even the running backs, I mean, they got two of them. We oh only my, got hey,
2: let me you know, Ralph, I, I, you you beat me to it. Let me tell you something. I'm not taking anything away from Ezekiel Elliott. But wow, Pollard to me is really something special. I, exactly. I mean, I they love got two
4: of them though. Uh, two. You got to give Ezekiel Elliott. You got to give Ezekiel Elliott's credit too, runs. I mean, he runs hard. Yeah. Not He's not as loose as ever he was before, but he runs hard. But, he's a low. But, but he's uh, a po- bell cow. P- po- Pollard
2: is something special to
4: me. Oh, uh, Pollard is Pollard. Saquon Barkley. Let's be honest, just not that uh, good. Uh,
2: yeah, a he, little he, version he,
4: less than, than, than Saquon. He he is dangerous,
5: though. I will say this, though: Justin Fields to this point has not proven that he's anything above a bantamweight.
0: Exactly. And, and so
5: and so in the quarterback uh, arena, this is where the no, Giants have a huge this is edge Giants this week. Gotta dominate. So they they should not be talking about the Bears as in ball, their weight class. Ball, they should be better. Me. They should be better than ball, Bears. Listen to me.
4: This game, this game, I feel the Giants have to have to get out to at least a 14-point lead in the first half. This way, now, the game is open to everything. And now, Saquon can, can open Ra-
2: up the field. Ra- Ralphie, 14-point lead in the first half. How many points have the Giants been scoring in the first That's half? what yeah. I'm saying. So, no, this yeah. is
4: what I'm saying, Russ. We need this week. This is
3: the week that we need to do that.
2: All right. That's what I'm saying. All right, Ralph, do me a favor. But thanks for taking my call. All right, man, Ralph, I st- appreciate st- it. Stay safe down in Florida, buddy. Stay safe.
3: The only thing
5: I will say to Ralph's point, Russ... The Giants should not be biting their nails on the last drive of this game having to either win it or hold on. That should not be the case with the talent level of these two teams. It should not. I- and if you can't demand that of your players, then what are you doing? you you got to demand your players can give you what they're supposed to give you. And this this should be a game that they need to take care of business.
2: Uh, they should. I it doesn't mean they will, but y- they should. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, um, I don't look at anybody on a schedule. The, the, the Giants, they won a couple of games. They're in a rebuilding situation. I, I don't look at they should win this game. They should win that game. I
5: mean, a lot of people are looking at it. You know what? How Gi- could the Bears be in a better situation, though,
2: or even the same? I, They're not. Okay. They're not. I don't think the Giants are are, are well rounded enough to say, well, we should beat this team. No, no. I didn't say that. I said they need to play
5: their game to their capabilities. If they don't, they could lose this game too. Yeah. But the Bears don't have their starting running back and they've got a quarterback who's a mess right now.
2: All right, let, let's take one more call here before we wrap things up on a day. Here in New York, is it Bill? Where are New York are you, Billy? Hey, I'm way up north. Oh, okay. I'm, up
7: by,
2: uh, I'm in Canada. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Where in Canada? Near Messina? Yeah, definitely Messina. Yeah, uh, yeah, up here. Up near Montreal. Okay, go ahead. Did
5: you watch Alex Webster when he played in the CFL? Well, that's a little before your time, isn't it?
7: Oh, uh, no. I, I When I grew up, uh, Alex Webster, um, he, he became coach. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, no, no. Right. I got right. you. Yeah.
2: Bill, we don't have that much. <laughs> go ahead. What do you got first, Bill? Well, um, I got a real. Uh, I've been
7: thinking about receivers. We're in trouble. I mean, who are we gonna get? I mean, Daniel Jones has no one open ever. Galladay is a big bust. I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you got about receivers? I don't know. We're two dimensional. Nobody sees that. We're we're Barkley and yeah. and uh, Daniel Jones running. You know.
2: Have you been listening to the show today uh, for the past hour there? Bill, I missed the first part. Okay, because we spent a good part of it talking about just what you're bringing up.
5: I'll give you three uh, options: Galladay, Slayton, and Tony. How about just one of those guys have a really good game Sunday? Could could they get something out of one of those three?
7: Yeah, I I, I mean either that or uh, I don't know about Cole Beasley. I don't know about Antonio Brown. I don't no, know no, about no,
5: no, um, Beasley's already signed somewhere else. <laughs> And Antonio yeah. Brown's not coming here.
7: Yeah, and I don't know about Beckham. I don't, I, I don't think oh. that's
5: happening either. Toomer was in the building earlier today. We taped the TV segment for MSG, but I don't think uh, he wants to play anymore.
2: Really? How about, uh, no, they, they wouldn't want Wesley Walker because he's a Jet, right? <laughs> Thanks for the call. <laughs> Thank you, my man. Thanks for the call, Bill. <laughs> well, it's good to get a laugh in, right? look i I again you know, just talking people it's inevitable, and it's not just fans, media, we do it all the time. you look at a schedule we should win this game, we should win this game or that's that's you know we can put ourselves in every game to win, but the other teams are doing the same thing, and the giants haven't earned the right yet to be one of those teams, Wow, well, oh no, we're going up against the giants what the what does um What's the line that, that coach Dave says dependable uh smart, smart tough, tough dependable. dependable. Right. Okay, smart, tough, right. dependable. Well, you know, we need a lot of dependable and to, to to be dependable, you have to be available. And and we need guys to be able to play. Giants didn't play smart the other night either. No, well, I'm not disputing that, but you still didn't have people in a lineup. You know, uh again Uh, And I'm not talking about Leonard Williams. I'm not talking about um, Wondell Robinson. If
5: you're thinking about the Bears game, remember, the Bears run the ball 65% of the time, which is by far the most in the NFL. Okay? That's what they do. They know Justin Fields is hampered and not very good. So they will run it, run it, run it, run it, run it, run it, and run it. Okay? Giants did not really stop the run (laughs) at all last week. Okay? Well, you hope Leonard Williams is back. But if he's not, whoever you've got in that lineup that night, whoever it is, maybe this is a Jason Smith activation. I don't know. You cannot be getting gashed by the Bears' running game. Or guess what? Now you're going to let them be in the game. It's really that simple, Russ. The Bears Bears are not making any secrets here. They're telling everybody what they're doing every week. We're going to try to run the ball for 150 yards on Sunday. They're telling you that. Right. So, shame on you if you don't do anything to stop it.
2: Boy, oh boy, I hope that the Giants win this week. Of course I want the Giants to win this week. Because if not, we're going to have a good discussion about what the Giants should have done against the Bears. Based on... uh, your analogy today but anyway buddy it's always a pleasure being here with you paulie our thanks to pearson and john schmoke at the controls thanks for all you nice people for listening to today's episode of big blue kickoff live which is part of the giants platforms everywhere and giants.com we will see you next week
1: you wouldn't expect to hear that we're america's third best city for beer like this one or home to vibes like this and this